Houston, it's rodeo time. Your local Tacova store is the place to go for the finest handmade cowboy boots, jeans, belts, cowboy hats, and apparel for men and women. If you've never owned boots before, let them help you get your first pair like they did for me. Stop by one of your local Houston Tacova stores and get ready for the rodeo with their understated approach to Western. Whether it's your first rodeo or your seasoned pro, your local Tacova store is the place to go for rodeo season. Tacovas, don't go gently. Hi, y'all. In Houston this year, who's been naughty? Who's been nice? I'm talking about that with Michael Hardy, a senior staff writer at Texas Monthly. It is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Michael, good to see you this morning. Good to see you. So who is at the top of your naughty list this year? So at the top of my naughty list is someone who probably has been on the nice list for many previous years. Uh, and that is our, our own beloved Mattress Mac, oh. Jim McNeville. Uh, yeah. Gallery Furniture, uh, highly visible money. presence in Houston. Oh, yeah. Uh, Houston's de facto mascot. Uh, he has had an interesting year. He uh, ran his usual Astros promotion. Mm-hmm. Which said, if you buy a certain amount of furniture, uh, you know, two or three thousand dollars, whatever it was, and the Astros win the World Series, then you get that furniture free. And which uh, made a lot of people happy this year. Which made a lot of people happy this year, and which he hedged in his normal fashion by placing one of the largest sports bets in history on the Astros to win mm-hmm. in Las Vegas and in various other sports books. So uh, everybody won, essentially. Uh, customers got free furniture, and Mattress Max bet on the Astros paid off. Uh, that's how he had just his bets. Yeah. He also had that glorious moment defending Jose Altuve in Philadelphia. Yeah, gloriously profane. Yeah, okay. But, gloriously but profane. You're holding profanity against him? Why are you putting him on I'm your not. naughty list? I'm, he is on my naughty list for a public letter that he ran in the Houston Chronicle uh, on November 10th, uh, shortly after the election, mm-hmm. uh, he purchased a full page in the Houston Chronicle. Uh, I don't know how much that cost. You used to work in the Houston Chronicle. Maybe I you do. I didn't sell the ads. Uh-huh. Well, uh, he knows because he purchased a full page. Mm-hmm. And it is an open letter to Judge Lena Hidalgo, Harris County's top executive, who had just narrowly won re-election. Beating the candidate that Mattress Mac very visibly supported, Alex Mueller. That's right, Alex Mueller, uh-huh. uh, who uh, gained a ton of support and money from Mattress Mac, many other Republican grandees, endorsed by Ted Cruz, uh, you know, endorsed by talk show host Michael Berry, you know, uh-huh. lots, got, got Tim Dunn, Wilkes, Wilkes Brothers money. So, uh, but she lost. And in her in her uh, victory speech, Lena Hidalgo uh, mentioned, gave a shout out to an unnamed by her furniture salesman for supporting <laughs> her opponent. Not exactly a shout out, but yeah, she mentioned him. She mentioned him not by name, uh, no. but this apparently got under Mattress Mac's skin. Uh, this is one of the strangest open letters uh, I think I've ever read, certainly uh, in the Houston Chronicle. Uh, t- t- there's a number of strange things about this letter. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it 
it it is written to Judge Hidalgo, and it's but it were and it's apparently by Mattress Mac, and but it refers to Mattress Mac in the third person. <laughs> uh, so, for instance, let me read a, a few choice a few choice uh-huh. lines from here. Uh, Our local icon, aka your quote furniture salesman, built a humanitarian legacy rivaled by none. His goodwill and unwavering support for our communities won the hearts and minds of millions. All of this is well beyond your grasp, given your actions, approach, and lack of meaningful for the masses accomplishments. And it goes on in this fashion for some time. Did you read this letter, Lisa? Yeah. He's not a gracious loser. Not a gracious loser and not a particularly good speller. (laughs) Uh, This... You know, if I were if I were buying a full page advert in the mm-hmm. Houston Chronicle, I would probably at least run spell check. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to counter with a nice. So uh, at the top of my nice list this year are Rich and Nancy Kinder, um, who are have been known for years as some of Houston's largest local philanthropists. You know, Rich is behind. Kinder Morgan, he made his money in pipelines, and they have been giving away enormous sums. This year, they gave $100 million to build out Buffalo Bayou East, um, which is the biggest gift in Houston Park history, which is to say that it topped the previous $70 million that they had given to renovate Memorial Park. And that is not even getting into all the other big chunks of money they handed out this year, like $50 million to Rice University's Kinder Institute for Urban Research. And they gave a chunk of change to that local nonprofit news initiative. I just think they are really doing a lot of good works for Houston. They give rich people a good name. So thanks to Rich and Nancy Kander. Rich gives rich people a good name. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> um, and he gives to his own institute, which is, which is great. Uh, you know, the, the Kinder Institute at Rice. Uh, they are extraordinary philanthropists. Uh, some of the greatest in Houston's history. Uh, the Buffalo Bayou Park project is is extraordinary, and I can't wait to see the Buffalo Bayou East. All right. Uh, on my naughty list is uh, one of your favorite people to cover, Michael, Ted Cruz. Um, mm. So I'm giving it to him. You know, you have so many things to choose from with Ted Cruz, uh, the senator from Texas, who's based here in Houston. But I think the major Ted Cruz moment this year came in April when Katanji Brown Jackson was, you know, being considered for the Supreme Court. And he accused her of supporting critical race theory because she's on the board of her kid's private school, which, you know, teaches basic anti-racist stuff, as does the school that Ted Cruz's own children attend. And to criticize her, he was waving the book Anti-Racist Baby. It's a board book by Ibram X. Kendry. That board book shot to the top of the bestseller list, which I think shows how disgusted many people were by Ted Cruz. I am kind of sad because it's a wretched book. It's a really terribly written children's book, and I hold its ubiquity against Ted Cruz as well as his <laughs> grandstanding. So, wow. So, so you dislike him even for things that are totally, you know, he's not really responsible for. 
Well, if he knows that he's going to propel a backlash, shouldn't it be a backlash that is good? Anyway, maybe I'm holding him responsible for too much. There's so many things you could hold Ted Cruz responsible for. Yes, that's true. Who's nice? Who's on your nice list? Okay. Well, the obvious answer here is the Houston Astros. Uh, Uh They won another World Series, their second. Mm -hmm. And this time there have been no credible allegations of cheating. So for (laughs) many Americans, this is their first legitimate World Series win. And it clears away the the stigma and all of the uh you know accusations about the first one in 2017. so it was a really feel-good moment for houston uh the astros have been good for a very long time i believe they've made the uh, uh championship series six straight years um so this was their year it was a great series with philadelphia uh jeremy pena who is our rookie shortstop uh, one, one most valuable player at the World Series, which is the first time a rookie has won that award. Yeah. So that was, it was just a feel good moment all around. On my nice list was Dusty Baker, the 73 year old general manager for the Astros. You know, I love watching him chew that toothpick. I love the feeling <laughs> of that team together. I love it that he is coming back at 73 years old for one more year, you know, one more run at that World Series. so And he had never won it before. Yeah. It's about dang time. I mean, this is a guy who played with Willie Mays. Uh, uh-huh. Pretty amazing. And partied with Jimi Hendrix. I learned this from the announcers. <laughs> uh, the Fox announcers during the World Series. And they were listing off all of the famous people he's known. And, and according to them, this is, this is not fact check, but he partied with Jimi Hendrix. Uh, I can believe it. That man is bone deep cool. And he has been a celebrity yeah. for more decades than I have been paying attention. What's with the gloves, though? He, he always wears his black gloves, no matter what know. the temperature. And it's an inordinate number of bracelets as well. But it's, it's, a, it's a good look. <laughs> Maybe that's it. With the toothpick. Yeah, the toothpick <laughs> and the gloves. All right. Who's on your naughty list? Who's next up? Okay. Next up on my naughty list is Isabel Longoria. Uh, This was our first ever elections administrator in Harris County. Uh, Previously, elections were administered by the county clerk. And under Lena Hidalgo, the Democratic-led commissioner's court created a new position of elections administrator. Uh, This would be an appointed position rather than an elected position. Uh-huh. And they're now responsible for holding elections. Now, the thought was that this would improve our elections, which have historically been problematic. It's a large county. It's hard to run elections here. But in practice, they picked uh, a, a pretty young woman. She's in her early 30s with not a lot of experience. And uh, she kind of royally messed up the the primaries in March. Uh, I think she was she was not a good pick in the first place. And she was probably put in an impossible position. Uh, and unfortunately, she had to resign after that election, uh, which which included uh, missing 10,000 votes in the initial count. Yeah. And with democracy sort of under threat by people who are saying that we can't trust American elections, this stuff really matters. I understand that Harris County is hard. I mean, we are an enormous county. We have this stupidly long ballot. 
it's really hard to manage. So I feel for anybody trying to do it, but at the same time, it's important that it get done right. And it's not entirely her fault. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at the, the guy who was appointed to replace her, who has lots of experience, Clifford Tatum, also kind of made a mess of the fall election. So a lot of these problems transcend any one administrator. Uh, a lot of yeah. it, I think, is with the machines. The machines are really hard to use, as anyone who has voted with them knows. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's on your nice list? Somebody else. Next on my nice list uh-huh. is, uh, it's two people. It's Peter Hotez and Maria Elena Botazzi, who are, are vaccine science researchers, heroes. Uh-huh. science heroes. Uh, you probably recognize Peter Hotez if you watch CNN uh, for his, he's, his uh, bow tie presence is, is frequently there. Um, mm-hmm. And they uh, are vaccine researchers at Texas Children's Hospital, and they came up with a low-cost, non-patented COVID vaccine that um, countries in the global south can, can manufacture locally. Uh, they don't have to pay some giant pharmaceutical company. They can manufacture it locally and then give it out at low cost. And this, uh, about 100 million people have been vaccinated with this low-cost vaccine. Uh, just by the end of this year, uh, mainly in India and Indonesia, although there are plans to expand it further. Yeah. I mean, this is just huge for the global fight against COVID. Absolutely. All right. Uh, on my naughty list are the Houston Texans. They are mm. the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> it's the worst Texans team ever. You know, the only like bright spot is that yeah, they'll get a draft pick, but nah. but they'll squander it. <laughs> they'll squander yeah, fake. it. <laughs> yeah. As good as the Astros are, the Texans are bad. So there's some kind of cosmic balance here that we, we can only have one truly great team, and then we have to have one terrible team, and the Rockets are somewhere in the middle. Oh, it's karma somehow. Mm-hmm. All right. What is on your naughty list? Who else? Okay, next on my naughty list mm-hmm. is Vidal Martinez, who was Alex Mueller's uh, runoff opponent uh, for county judge. Uh, in the Republican and, primary. Mm-hmm. In the Republican primary for county judge in, in, um, in March. Yeah. He uh, came in second to Alex Mueller, despite being uh, much better known. He's a, he's a veteran businessman. He's in his 60s. He's been on dozens of public and private boards. He's kind of a pillar of the, the business and uh, especially the you know Hispanics uh, in business community. Uh, but he uh, he's on my naughty list because he launched this bizarre Joseph McCarthy esque attack on Alex Mueller, trying to tar her grandfather as a Castro supporter. Uh, at one of their debates, he dramatically pulled out this <laughs> photograph of. Um, of Castro, I believe, and signed it, and, and and it was signed to Alex Mueller's grandfather as a comrade of the revolution. <laughs> uh, the photo, the photo was genuine. It really was signed yeah. by Castro to Alex Mueller's grandfather. Uh, but according to Alex Mueller, uh, this was because her grandfather was very involved in Hollywood. Uh, he he was one of the co-founders of the Golden Globes, and Castro. This is before he was the Cuban dictator. Uh, was sort of in the entertainment 
circuit on in New York and met him that way. And yeah. her grandfather always said he wanted to be in show business. <laughs> <laughs> so mm, there we are. All right. On my nice list is Lizzo. She has just had a great year. So Lizzo, who grew up in Houston, like she remembers her town. So as she was touring behind her album this year, special, she had the Elsick High School Marching Rams, you know, the band from A-Leaf that she used to play in, greet the fans outside the Toyota Center. I loved that moment. You know, those kids look so happy. And besides that, you know, she has the Watch Out for Big Girls reality show. And she played James Madison's 200-year-old glass flute at the Library of Congress. It has just been a great year for Lizzo. It's been a big year. Nice, Did her documentary nice. come out this year? I, I saw her documentary recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, really great. Yay. Top of the nice list. Big, fat, full stocking for her from Santa. All right. What about you? What else do we have left? Okay. I have one more nice. A nice, yeah? One more nice. Uh, you went with Lizzo. I'm going to go with another Houston-born celebrity, uh, Mo mm -hmm. Amr, oh. who is a, um, a Palestinian-American stand-up comedian who launched his own show based on his life on Netflix. It's just called Mo, M-O. And yeah. it is possibly the most Houston show that has ever been made. Uh, there's lots of Houston hip hop. There's a cameo appearance by Bun B playing a priest. Mm -hmm. uh, Mo Amr's character is addicted to lean, uh, the cough syrup, uh, you know, mixture. Yeah. And uh, he's he's dating a um, Latina who owns a auto body shop and uh, builds uh, slabs. So, and I mean, it's filmed in Houston. It's about Houston. Uh, highly recommended. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a real feel for A-Leaf. And I love playing Guess the Strip Center. Like, I swear yes. that I know those strip centers. I'm trying to remember where they are when I see them appear. It's so great to see something that not only is set here, but was obviously filmed here. It looks yeah. like Houston. It feels right. Yeah. Uh, if you live in Houston, it's really quite a show. Yeah, it is. Big year for A-Leaf. All right. Well, this has been fun, Michael. Yes. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. I'll put you on the nice list. Okay. You're on my nice list. All right. That was Michael Hardy, a staff writer at Texas Monthly. Now, I am here with producer A.K. Al Mulman. A.K., what is going on in Houston News today? Hey, Lisa. It seems as if this Christmas holiday is going to be a cold week in Houston, with National Weather Service warning of an Arctic cold front hitting the city and the possibility of below freezing temperatures. I know this brings back memories of the freeze during the 2021 winter storms, but officials from the power grid are saying they are better prepared this year. There's the possibility of below 25 degree weather, rain, and thunderstorms. People should take measures concerning freezing pipes or the potential of the power going out, I hope the state has learned its lesson from the last time around, and we can enjoy this holiday season knowing we'll be warm and not budgeting for a major home repair. That's it for our show today. Besides the podcast, we have a daily newsletter, Hey Houston. It's written by Brooke Lewis, who rounds up 
the interesting news and stuff that's happening around town. You can sign up for it at houston.citycast.fm slash newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk with you then. Who, who, why am I blanking on the guy's name? The shortstop. Altuve. No, Altuve. Altuve is not the shortstop. Yeah. I'm so far off. I should not talk baseball. <laughs>